0: Hello and thank you for listening. I am so excited to say that I now have a Patreon that you can go to. I'll make sure I include the information in the show notes. But I have multiple tiers you can choose from. $1, $3, and $5 tiers. The $1 Spooky Soul tier gives you access to an online Discord community that is filled with fellow Spooky Souls. If you want to talk about creepy cozy things you might be interested in that the two dollar cryptid creature tier lets you have that online community as well as giving you early access to episodes bonus content and secret bonus content and the five dollar Kachu cuddler tier named after my fluffy squish-faced kitty lets you have that online community early access to episodes and the bonus material but it also lets you suggest future episodes, and I'll shout out your name during each episode. Thank you so much for your listenership and support, and I can't wait to talk to you more soon. Hello, and welcome to Creepy Core and Folklore, the show about creatures, encounters, old tales, and myths. I'm your host, Iona Wayland a dark fantasy author, mental health professional, and overall curious person. I want to join other spooky souls and hear about these unusual stories. Hello spooky soul and welcome back to another episode of Creepy Corn Folklore. And I think this is episode 78. How crazy is that? We're inching closer. I'm really excited to get to uh, the, the next one I'm looking forward to is uh, 100, just because I think that's a big deal. Um, but we're getting slightly closer each and every episode. I also want to make sure I celebrate and shout out my wonderful Kachoo Cuddlers in the Kachoo Cuddler tier on my Patreon. They are Brad Loomis, Jessica Johnson, and Dylan George. Thank you for being the magnificent humans that you are. But today I'm going to talk about something that I'm super interested in, and hopefully you are too, and those are haunted woods. And if you have uh, read I guess or listen to because it's available on Audible as well. Um, But if you've read my uh, book, Ashes, um, it's a dark fantasy and most of it takes place in something called Hollow Forest, which is a uniquely haunted woods. Um, Then you already know how I have an affinity for woods. And then you also know that I live in Appalachia. So like, you know, the Appalachian Trail is like right there. Um so I think it's I've just always been curious and like kind of like creeped out by it and so I thought today would be a fun day to talk about haunted woods and ones that show up across the world. So today I'll be referencing Bree Pisado's 10 most haunted forests in the world and just covering some of them. Um and it kind of started where there's a couple folks that I work with that are also spooky souls not in the they know that I do a podcast kind of way, but just like they're just naturally, um, you know, curious about ghost stories and monsters and things like that. And one of those folks uh, that I work with, um, they were interested in certain kinds of like haunted places across the world. And I thought that was cool. And then I started looking specifically at haunted woods since I like uh, the haunted woods so much. <laughs> um who would have guessed? You know, if you've read my book, then you know. Um, but I think that it's just like really fun because the first one I happened across was the, um, and I'm going to struggle with saying the name, the second part, half of the name is fine. Um, but the first half, I everywhere I looked, I could not find the name of it, but it's called the Hoya Bacow Um Woods in Transylvania, Romania, and um, it was just really cool to think about Transylvania in general. Just because I talked about Romania quite a bit in the uh, my first ever deep dive episode into the uh revamp of the vamp 10th episode, and you know, that's where Brom Stoker did the whole vampire thing, and it's just like really fun, and so. It was really creepy to read about how the woods itself are named after a shepherd and he went into the woods with um a uh, 200 sheep and he was never seen again and there were no traces of him or the sheep found and you'd think like okay one like one person getting lost and no traces found that's creepy um but like to have no remains at all is extremely odd, especially for someone who is an outdoorsman and like knows the terrain. Or even if he doesn't know, he has like a bunch his flock with him. So I just don't understand how that happened. And anyone going into the woods and disappearing is super frightful to me. Maybe I should do an episode about the missing 411. I think that would be super creepy. But the Hoya Bacow uh, Woods has this very odd... Um, ring in it where nothing can grow, and some people speculate that it's a portal to hell. I mean, that's something that you'll see like as a common theme. It's like it's a portal to hell, and it's like supposed to up the ante. But honestly, I think that just having a ring that's naturally non-growing is very odd in it of itself, and to speculate of like why that's happening, whether it's ecological speculation or supernatural or preternatural national preternatural speculation it can be very uh scary for your brain to try and fill in the blanks. Something else that's uh very odd about the growth patterns of the like trees there and like the nature there is that the trees grow in a crooked type of fashion and they are not the um species of trees that should do that. And on top of that, scientists have visited and ecologists have visited and tried to figure out the phenomena and no one understands how that happens. And it's funny because at least where I live, trees will occasionally grow in a crooked way. Well, unless they're like a species that definitely grows crooked, like the dogwood, for example. But there are trees that will have that like hard bend to them with like a 90 degree angle and then bend straight up again and almost look like shelves. Um, And... And typically that's because the tree was at significant loss for light and they had to do something like really drastic to find the light. But the fact that every single tree pretty much in the Hoya Becca, sorry, the Hoya Becca woods is like crooked like that is just like crazy to me. And looking at pictures of it, like down the line, it's like these like, serpentine type spines of trees. It's very, very creepy. The next one I wanted to talk about uh, was because it kind of lends to the whole haunted doll vibe. Um, And as you may know already, I have been uh, starting to do ghost investigation and ghost interviews and spirit interviews, and things like that. And a couple of my monster dolls uh, are haunted. And if you're curious to know more about one of those dolls, you can check out Carson's Story, which is um one of the previous episodes that I released with their permission. Um but uh it's funny because when I was in high school, I remember watching on one of those old roly out uh, you know, substitute teacher day kind of thing with the big chunky uh TVs about La Isla de las Muñecas. And this island is creepy as fuck so what happened was that there was like this little island in Mexico uh, and there was one inhabitant Don Julian Santana and he claimed to have found like this child this girl child's body in the canals that run through there um, and he also found a doll that floated nearby and he to like remember this girl or to like signify um, that her life meant something he hung that doll in a tree um, but what happened is that like as dolls would float up and there he would just keep hanging the dolls in the trees and he actually passed away in 2001 um, but it I think there are people that still go to visit and they will bring their own dolls or they'll they'll find dolls and they will hang them in trees as a well. Um a lot of the dolls are obviously worse for well, they're missing limbs or eyes or whatever and they're considered evil. Um but I don't I'm not of that belief system. Um they're they're just dolls that like lost parts of their body and you know, I know we've talked a lot about this before, but you know, any kind of um physical deformity or disability that shows up a lot of people are quick to say that the thing is evil so I like am trying to gear more towards like actually being curious about it not just like labeling something as good or evil Um, although from the quote good perspective uh, there are people that believe that these dolls will safeguard the island um, and that they're actually like watching over them Um, and yeah you can visit to this day Um, you can take a ferry there And then hire a trajinera and it's one of those like really colorful wooden boats that you see. And they'll take you right up to that island where no one lives now. And you can, you know, visit with the dolls. And I think that might be something that I'm going to put on my bucket list just because. But it does make me really concerned, like side note. And I know that this is not a true crime podcast. I know, though, that sometimes um, people who... Are interested in true crime. And I I am to an extent if it's done so from the, you know, survivor or the victim's perspective and is trauma informed. If it's sensationalized, I kind of have a hard time with it, to be honest. But um, from a supernatural perspective, I know, like, sometimes there will be like, crossover, or there will be interest in both you know, ghost stories and old legends and uh, true crime as well. And so uh, I just wanted to point out like, I don't know if the finding of this young girl in the canals was actually something that happened or if he solely found a doll. And then there were these like, people that saw all these dolls being hung there and he's the only person that lives on that little island it's like oh he's a bit of an eccentric like I'm not sure what's going on and maybe there was like a rumor mill going on about his odd ways but either way I just wanted to point out that hopefully if there was um a death that it was properly reported and investigated um and then I hope that that little girl and her family are at peace if at all possible if that did even happen. And then the um, last haunted woods that I wanted to talk about is called Witchwood, the Witchwood Forest. And the reason I wanted to talk about this one is because I only just recently became aware of it. Um, And it's because uh, I was playing this really, really cute game I just have to like go on this like I I need to talk up this game because it is so cute it is this indie made like kind of cozy fantasy game um there are only like a couple things uh where it's not even combat it's like you have to create spells but basically you're this witch that woke up and doesn't have a lot of memories and there's this goat that ate like half of your grimoire and you kind of have to go and help like the townsfolk and fulfill some of the promises that you had made before you remembered to this goat by making certain potions and bringing souls to him and things like that it's very very cool Um, it's a very unique concept the art style is stunning it makes me look like it feel like I'm looking back at like a beautiful um, storybook like a children's storybook fairy tale it is so stunning um, but it was really cute and whenever I went to go look up like how how do I get these certain um, ingredients basically the whole game is you just like scrounging around for ingredients and making a bajillion spells <laughs> um, but whenever I was looking I'm like how do you find this in the game which it's spelled w i no not w i sorry w y T-C-H-W-O-O-D and one of the portions of land that's in Witchwood is the forest. It's like the first one that you get to visit basically outside of your home and so I would put Witchwood Forest and then Google would correct me with Witchwood Forest which is the one I'm talking about today which is spelled Y. I keep going to the Y's and the I's. W Y N O T. C-H-W-O-O-D forest. And so it would be like, oh, I think you mean this. So I accidentally learned about this forest in Oxfordshire, United Kingdom. And I think it's really interesting because it used to be a royal hunting ground. And even people that visit it now will hear like thunderous hooves um, as if it there's like, the hunt is on their way and it kind of reminds me of like the wild hunt that I talked about in the winter episode. I think it was the winter folklore part two episode. Um but if you're curious a little bit more about the wild hunt so I do think that there's this interesting parallel of like the hooves going and you can't quite tell what it is. Oh, I forgot to say, rewinding speaking of the hooves, I meant to say this earlier, in the Hoya Bacau uh forest in Transylvania Romania Um, people will try and spend the night there and while they're in their tents or their sleeping arrangements or whatever's going on they will hear heavy hoof falls from like a large animal but if anyone dares look out there's nothing there or people will just be like it's just a deer or a giant horse here for no reason but I thought that was very interesting but people here will hear these footfalls and they'll be like, oh my gosh, the hunt is coming back or they'll feel people like grabbing at them, which super creeps me out. But the story that gets told a lot is about Amy Robsart. And there was this Earl of Leicester. I know I'm saying it's probably like Leicester or something like that. Um, uh, But this Earl, um, his wife, Amy, had mysteriously died of a broken neck in the Witchwood woods. And it was said that like whenever he went out hunting, since he had part of that land was allowed to be part of the royal hunt, um, that the ghost of his wife predicted that he would die in 10 days or join her, quote, join her in 10 days. Um, And 10 days later, he randomly fell ill and then did die. And it said that if you meet either Amy or her husband, the Earl, um, any of the Rob Zart ghosts, that you will swiftly encounter a similar fate. And that just super, super freaks me out whenever I hear things like that, where it's like, you have one day to live. Like anything like that, I'm like, oh, you know. RIP to little me who used to get those email chains whenever email was like brand new and like everyone was using it and they used to send like friends would send like um those weird like oh send this forward this to 10 people or you'll die tonight it's like crazy and I that used to freak me out I think that used to freak out lots of people because that's scary to a kid but this is like the next level like (laughs) it's like the email chain like if you see this ghost you'll die kind of thing on steroids because (laughs) this is like anywhere in the witchwood that you see this ghost or these ghosts that this could happen to you very creepy in my opinion but those are three of many haunted woods out there. If you want to read about more about the list, because uh, there were 10 in all, that uh, Bree Spisato wrote about, you can check it out in the show notes below. And if you really want to immerse yourself in some haunted woods while still remaining safe uh, and cozy at home, you can check out my book, Ashes. It is, uh, I'm told... Uh, very tragic and horrific and then yet hope-filled, just like I have been told I have a creepy cozy vibe. So I'm just gonna, I'm just, I think it's on brand. (laughs) If you're feeling um, curious about my book, if you haven't read it already, you can check that out. It's available in ebook and paperback uh, on Amazon and audiobook on Audible. And something that a lot of people have been talking about recently was how they were like, oh, I can't get the ebook version, even though it's the cheapest option because I don't have a Kindle. I don't know if you know this or not. But if you have any kind of like smart device or tablet or something like that, you can actually get the Kindle app um, like free. It's, it's a free app. You don't have to have a Kindle because I know those can be expensive. And I'm not saying that so that like, oh, definitely buy my book or whatever, because if if you're not interested, that's totally fine, even though I think you're going to like it if you're interested in this kind of spooky stuff. But I just say that in case there are any other books, ebooks that you're really interested in or there might be a sale going on that you're like, oh, I wish I could read it like you totally can if you have uh, any kind of smart device or computer or anything because the app is free. But thank you for letting me blab about spooky things with you again. And I will talk to you in two weeks with a listener story. Thanks to all you spooky souls out there for listening to Creepy Core and Folklore. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok if you're looking for more uncanny content. If you have your own tales to tell, you can email creepycoreandfolklore at gmail.com. If you liked this, please leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, or tell a friend who might enjoy these stories to spread the word. If you're interested in dark fantasy, check out my Hollowverse series. Ashes is available now in paperback and ebook on Amazon and audiobook on Audible. And the sequel is underway. I'm Iona Wayland, and I'll see you next time.